This is a Nexus special, episode 18, Google I.O. 2013, on Wednesday, May 15th, 2013. And now, live, learn, This Nexus special features Ryan Rampersad and Ian Buck. Well, good morning and hello. Let's get this keynote started. I think we are in the middle of one of the most pivotal moments. These are two pictures in the same location, but you look at the one on the right, a sea of phones capturing that moment. 900 million. We couldn't have gotten there without the help of a lot of you in the audience and people around the world, developers around the world. But we have to remember there are over 7 billion people on this planet. So we have a long way to go and we think the journey is just getting started. We recently launched a redesigned version of the Google Play Store. You know, in the run-through, we didn't put a picture of a more handsome man behind me up on the screen, but uh, I guess that's fine. We set out to build a music service that didn't just give you access to a world of music, but also helped guide you through it. What if we gave you access to millions of tracks from our store, your personal library blended with ours? That's all access. We talked about 900 million Androids, 40 billion app installs, a bunch of new tools and developer services that help you build awesome apps. This is a Samsung Galaxy S4 running Android 4.2 Jelly Bean with the same software experience that we ship on our Nexus devices. It's Google's take on Android. This version of the Samsung Galaxy S4 that works on both AT&T and T-Mobile with LTE support. It is bootloader unlocked. Uh, will be on sale starting on June 26 on Google Play for $649. We're going to give each and every one of you uh, a brand new Pixel. Uh, I've been asked to say it's not ready till 2 p.m., so please don't leave in the middle of the keynote. Today, I'm really excited to announce a new initiative, which will make it easy and affordable for schools to put Android tablets in the hands of all their kids. We've already been doing this with Chromebooks. Chromebooks are really ideally suited for education because there's literally no setup, no administration, you open the device, you're good to go, and you have the power of web within you. We're going to switch now and talk about what we are doing on Google. Today, we're introducing 41 new features across three major areas of Google+. First, a new, newly designed stream, a new Hangouts application, and a fundamentally new Photos experience. We have a point of view about software and technology. Namely, that it should get out of the way uh, and allow people to do what they do best. That's live, learn, and love. Frankly, even Google's own services have been fragmented uh, and, uh, and, and confused at times. So we're introducing today a new application, Hangouts. Group video at no charge. Isn't that fantastic? Now this is really hot. We just took it off the press this morning and I've actually never tried hot wording in a room with so much ambient noise. Show me things to do in Santa Cruz. 
Here are popular attractions in Santa Cruz. Absolutely amazing. You know, we use tablets, phones, laptops, and you know, even the Google Glass. All those things we're using. I'm tremendously excited about all the innovation that you're bringing to life. Technology should do the hard work so that people can get on with doing the things that make them the happiest in life. So now that we've uh, shown them this video of, uh, you know, the keynote in three and a half minutes, there's really no point in us talking about any of it, right? Yeah, I'll see you at uh, IO 2014. All righty then. Okay. See you later. Yeah. Got to go. I'll edit that part out. So how's it going? Pretty good. So I, I heard you uh, spent all morning literally watching this keynote. Pretty much, yeah. Well, I spent a good part of the morning biking over here and then watching it. Yeah, well, I mean, you even jumped into the well. I mean, you're doing a good Yes, job. yes. Your morning is fulfilled. So I, I got done with my midterm a little bit early. And by midterm, I mean final. You know how it is. Mm-hmm. It's hard to keep them straight. Uh, and so this was, of course, the Google I.O. 2013 keynote. There are multiple keynotes, right? But this is the Yes, one. but this is the main one, yeah. Yeah. So if they were going to do anything cool, that would be today. So pretty much, yeah. So we're 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 fairly confident that we've seen everything that's important that you know people who are actually listening are going to care about. And we know nobody's listening. Oh, of course not. Hi, Andrew. Hi. (laughs) Yeah, man, self awareness. Yes. Yeah. So I guess we could talk about what uh, what we saw here today. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In in more than three and a half minutes. Do Do we want to talk about what we saw before today first? Yeah, I guess we could we could do that. Um, there's a few things that we saw today. So um, in the little preview video that you got there, preview audio, I guess. Yeah. Um, you you might have heard a really soft voice, really really soft, almost robotic like, almost yeah. like it was a, an alternative Google Now voice. Well, it's not. It's Except actually, that it wasn't female. Well, right. So an alternative. Right. So so you know, like Microsoft, uh, the the Windows thing here, they come with. Microsoft. They used to come with Microsoft Sam, but you could also download Microsoft Sarah. Right. Right. Well, so Larry Page was that soft voice you heard. Microsoft Larry. Yeah, Microsoft Larry. <laughs> or is that Microsoft Page? Oh no. Oh no. How could you? Well, well no, so, Microsoft Page actually sounds like it could be a product from yeah, them. I like that. Yeah. It's like Microsoft OneNote. Yeah. Microsoft Page. There you go. Yeah. Wow, that show turned out different. <laughs> <laughs> so yesterday, Larry on his Google Plus page essentially explained why he hasn't been talking very well lately and apparently 14 years ago which is a long time ago just so you know he had a cold a very bad cold and it paralyzed the left side of his vocal cords and uh, about two years ago i guess his right side of the vocal cords were paralyzed some way somehow and that's why he's not talking very well these days right so yesterday um, this was, he, he put this up here and obviously it was coordinated with their PR because you wouldn't do that unless you were told to do it. So it's kind of like setting expectations and, you know, it's kind of a thing to do when, when you suppose that people expect one of the CEOs or, you know, I don't, what founders, I guess, sure. to, to come and talk at IO so that to me yesterday, I assumed that Larry Page wouldn't be around and Sergey Brin would come jumping around on the stage instead. Well, so today, to surprise everyone, the guy who just yesterday said that he couldn't actually do a talk for more than 10 minutes without, like, dying, said, oh, hey, hi. And then proceeded to take lots of questions that were very boring and we didn't care about. Right. So, essentially, Larry Page did about a 
30 minute uh, Q&A. Yeah, it was pretty long. Yeah, it was, it was really long. But it was just really interesting that yesterday he goes on, he, he says all of this stuff about his vocal paralysis, and then today he vocalizes significantly. Oh, and, of course, who was the first person who got in line oh, to ask questions? Robert Scoville. How <laughs> could you? Now, you, you probably don't know him very well. But Not he's, very well. He's I know that he took a picture everyone. in a shower with, yes. his, uh, with his Google glasses. Yes, he, he was the one who showered his lenses glasses whatever yeah um and yeah he he he's a big evangelist about google plus and pretty much for all technology he he works with startups a lot he worked he he formerly works at rackspace which is a kind of cloud hosting kind of like thing okay um rackspace also coincidentally hosts github not ah. that it matters but it's put into perspective um so yeah robert scoble jumped in line yep yeah he does that <laughs> So uh, earlier today, we also got wind of the Maps UI that was leaked, or, you know, shown later. How, how much earlier today was this leaked? So this was about on? an hour or so, I think, right? Before the keynote? I think so. About an hour and a half, maybe two hours. Uh, no, wait, that says 2.45 a.m. That's, oh, uh, that's, that's more than two hours. That's a few hours well, before. let me rephrase. I read it two hours. Right. I had to study for midterm. I mean, final, bloody crap. It's the same thing, isn't it? So we'll talk more about maps later. Yep. We're just saying that's leaked now. And also, strangely, of course, we were expecting Android 4.3. Pretty much everybody was expecting yeah, 4.3. Yeah. I mean, why well, wouldn't they come I mean, out with 4.3? Our expectations were that five would come out like months before, like months ago. We thought five would come out closer to now. We thought 4.3 would come out because five apparently wasn't ready. Mm -hmm. But today there was a leak about 4.3. So some some kind of test suite on the Android you know source code website right had strings referring to android 4.3 but turns out that was not announced oh you jumped the gun i was gonna lead them on and make it seem like there was a 4.3 well, I, th I think i think they'll oh well. I, think, I think they'll get it fine it wasn't released today no 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 otherwise well, i would have it by now not necessarily like when a 4.2 came out or 4.2.2 came out you know like sure it, it took multiple days for me to get it. Okay. Yeah, so it, it's not very fast. Very slow, actually. I think by the time I actually got my Nexus 7, 4.2 was already out, so I didn't oh. really have to wait for any major updates. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Yeah. So, on to the actual keynote. Yeah. So, the keynote was good. Um, I came in uh, right about the time that they were talking about uh, Google Game, or Games on Android, and uh, specifically, they have added achievements and uh, multiplayer support through Google+. And so some of that is actually really quite fascinating, some some of their multiplayer support. Yeah. Um, of course, they couldn't get it to work on stage. <laughs> nope. Never works. But it, but it, in theory, it would work really well, and, and so it, that's great. And, and so, like, this, this was one of the reasons that I wanted um, Steam to become a... a uh, a, a distributor for Android games mm -hmm. because then, you know, I would have those games on Android as well, have the same achievements, have the same account, have, you know, all of my friends can see what I'm playing, join my games. Um, but it seems like Google has beaten them to well, that. I mean, so I guess two years ago now is when Game Center came out with iOS 5 for iOS. Um, and Game Center did the same kind of thing. They made turn-based 
games really easy to implement for multiplayer. So they, they provided APIs, they let you use their servers and let you do a lot of API hooks for that kind of setup. Now, I don't know, I think this goes beyond just simple turn-based games. You can actually oh, yeah. do real-time, interesting, interactive games. Yeah, they were trying to do, on on stage, they were trying to get a racing game working. Right. Mm-hmm. And, the, and it, 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 it works when you have Wi-Fi that works. Uh, yeah, it turns presumably. Out, it turns out when you don't have Wi-Fi, things are a little bit more tricky. Turns out. Turns out. They also talked about a lot of new developer tools for Android developers, such as uh, analytics. You know, see- these analytics look great. Oh yeah, and uh, I think previously you had to actually go like to the separate Google Analytics mm-hmm. page to see it. Now it's all in there in your um, your Android development world. It's Android Developer Center or something. Yeah, yep. Um, they now have support for alpha and beta rollouts. So what, what are those? What is that? So you can choose kind of like a percentage of, of your um, customer base to, you know, d- roll out a, a an update to to see if it works out there in the real world before, you know, actually releasing it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think presumably the users will get to sign up for, like, the beta or alpha or yeah. say, like, that they only want the stable build kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe that that all is integrated with Google Plus as well. I wonder... Google Plus? Google Plus? Yes, Google... No, they said Google Plus, oh, I think, in the that's keynote. That's interesting. So I wonder... Wonder where that setting would be. Like when you sign, when you download an app, there's like you know one of the little three dot things, mm-hmm. and then like allow alphas, allow betas, or something. Yeah, I, we don't know. I, I haven't looked. Probably hasn't rolled out. Well, no. Um, but it, but in addition to that, they also have staged uh, production rollouts. So after you've you know graduated from beta, you can also stage the overriding version to the previous version. So mm-hmm. that that could be really useful if you're making a backend web service for your app. And you, you only have enough server capacity for 35% of the, your user base and you're just rolling out gradually. So that's, that's a really nice feature. Mm-hmm. Now, um, you all heard this during the video, but, um, the Samsung Galaxy S4 is being, going to be sold on Google Play, unlocked, and, uh, stock Android Very for nice. only $649. Only? I love it how he paused for applause during the keynote and yeah. nobody, nobody applauded. So, what I think about this is, I, I wonder if Samsung is dictating the price here. Um, like they they said, fine, here you can sell this on your Play Store the way you want to, without our TouchWiz, without 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 our name on it. But well, have, presumably their name but, is still on it. But yeah, but they're not saying Samsung anywhere in this presentation. Um, and but but you have to sell it for this price because we want our money. Um, as opposed to LG, where like, hey guys, make us win. And I assume that they, um, you know, saw how well the Nexus 4 did, you know, with its that. unlockedness and, and, you know, unlockedness, unlockedness you know, yeah, I know what and, you mean. and no contracts and everything and said, Hey, we want some of that action. So then I guess the next question is why didn't Google subsidize any of this money? I mean, really though, because I mean, it almost seems pretty clear that the Nexus 4 is subsidized, at least in some part somewhere. I mean, the phone, a phone as good as the Nexus Four, shouldn't cost three hundred dollars. It should yeah. physically cost more, I suspect. Um, to a normal user, though, I mean, three hundred dollars is like, whoa, that's a then what six forty nine? Well, six forty nine is ridiculous, right? I mean, the the S Four isn't that much better for development. The S Four is only marginally better. Like, well, maybe not marginally, maybe only you know thirty percent better than a Nexus Four. It's not that much better in terms of processing power, right. or just okay, right? 
I mean, the screen is a little bit larger. The processor is a little bit faster. The screen itself isn't that much different. I mean, I don't, I don't know what the comparison is there, but I don't think an extra $300 is... It still has that ugly physical button on the phone. Yeah. Well, you know, actually, I don't mind having one physical home button, but just not that button. Right. Yeah. I'm picky. I know that. <laughs> it's ridiculous how picky know. you are sometimes. Yeah, well, tell that to my plugins. <laughs> what, so, else, what else does Google do? Let's see. Ah, that. That. So uh, we've had... Really nice voice searching on, uh, you know, Android and iOS for quite a while now through Google Now. Right, yeah. Um, and, and by iOS, you mean, like, literally, like, a week old. Well, yes, but I think, I mean, you could do voice It was, you search. could do that. But, yeah. But, but Google but, Now is new. Yes. On new iOS, anyway. Um, and we'll get to that later. Yeah. But um, now you can do really, really nice, like, hands-free voice searching from the Google uh, homepage on your desktop, laptop, you know. Those Wonder kinds if of devices rolled out already. I'm not sure. You could go try it. Google. Okay, Google. No, no. nothing. Okay, I would say not. Yeah, they. Uh, so they they showed um, their presenter searching for things to do in the Sacramento area or yes, something like Santa Cruz, Santa Cruz area, right? Uh, and you know, finding out when uh, her events were stuff like that just through the Google mm-hmm. uh, homepage, and it looked it it. I mean, it worked. There you go. I, I think it's really interesting that they're putting this as a headlining feature. Like, you know, it's something important that people will use. And, and they have had, like, voice searching before, but right. you had to, like, click on the, the little little mic thing. And I don't think that it did Google Now sorts of things where it would, like, go, here are some attractions in the Santa Cruz area. You no, know? just say that in Larry's voice. <laughs> I, uh, I, I don't remember really what his voice sounded like. You just did oh, okay, it. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Awesome. It's, it's really quiet. Yeah. Really it was... So, uh, about this though, how does this work? So it's just on the Google homepage, but what if you're just using Chrome and it doesn't do anything? Yeah, I really wish that they had brought, cause I never go to the Google right. homepage I never ever. I just new tab, search my search, thing, right. and then enter. Yeah. So does, do you think they'll bring out maybe an extension or? Um, that could be possible. I think voice search originally started out as an extension okay. before they actually brought it to the I mean, I would feel page. better with it as an extension rather than being baked into Chrome. Because mm-hmm, then we get into things like Chrome uh, getting too big on its own. And, well, it's already 40 minutes, it, which is it, absurd. It, yeah. Um, well, so one of the things, though, is like I would prefer it to not be listening for my OK Google literally always. All the time. I would prefer... To be able to select and choose, like I wouldn't want OK Glass to be an incognito. That would be weird. True. Did I just say OK Glass? Yeah, I think you, know you did. I mean. Yeah, you know what I mean. So obviously, how do the, you use your Google Glass in incognito mode? What does that mean? You cover one eye and use the other. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I, I think that's the approved protocol. Uh, what was the other question I had with this? I don't know what it is, so I'll ignore I, it. I don't know either. Yeah, I don't know. Presumably, it only works if you're like you know logged in kind of thing. Also, presumably, it only works in Chrome, which is cool and unfortunate yeah. for people who don't have Chrome. Like that Mozilla developer that, that one who was Mo- there. That one Mozilla developer. So during Larry, Larry, is that his name? Yeah. Larry Page's uh, Q and A. Microsoft Larry. Microsoft Larry. Yes. Not Microsoft Page. No. Okay. Well, during Larry Page's um, Q and A, one sad and depressed Firefox developer walked up to the microphone and asked some painful question that I ignored. I honestly Something about, you know, cross-platform yeah, stuff with yeah, other bl- right. um, browsers. And, and so Larry did the nice thing and said, Mozilla should be innovative too, or something. And yeah, and, and yeah. they like them. Of course, something. allegedly. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, um, we've been talking for a few weeks now about uh, the possibility of Babel. Yes, which was many weeks. You know, going to be Google's unified Savior. chat system and uh, everything all in one. Never have to worry about whether you're on Google Talk or if you're on on a dock. You know, on a, yeah, you know, anywhere. If you're on a phone, if you're on a tablet, if you're on a website in any browser, regardless, um, as long as you're on a Google service, you would get your chat. And they've come out with something. It's not called Babel. It's not called Babel. It's called Hangouts with an S. Now it's very ma- important to make that distinction. Quite. Um, so- <laughs> what? It's the what dog. It's yawning. Oh, okay. It, it does. So- the- it sounds like a woman going. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> you again? I didn't Man, say anything. you're always causing trouble. I am. I am trouble. I know. Um. So, <laughs> Hangouts is. Not exactly hang out. No. But it's, uh, it's related. So it's a, it, it supports group chat, you know, very nicely. It's, it's replacing Google Talk. And, uh, you can now, you know, put pictures in there. You can do emoji, which I think you could do before, of which course. Which are disgusting. Yeah. Don't do that. I like, honestly, I li- don't do it. I liked his poop one. Yeah, don't, Sam, don't. Sam kept putting poop into our chat. Yeah, Sam. So we've, we've been trying this out for the last few yep. hours. And so initially it didn't, it wasn't available anywhere. And then it was suddenly available on iOS, which is funny. It rolled out to iOS first. Yeah. And then it rolled out to Chrome and then it rolled out to the Nexus 4, but. But it's not compatible with the Nexus 7 or the Nexus 10. Wait, wait, are you telling me that the premier metrizing service of Google, the one they just released, is not available for the tablets that Google made, but it's available for the stupid competitor ipad it's utterly ridiculous oh my gosh that's crazy i'm pretty mad right now and i hope that this is just a temporary thing that they fix i'm sure i'm sure i'm sure they're gonna get those out as and soon as they can. in the in the play store of course you know it's labeled as hangouts parenthesis replaces google talk isn't that weird and like google talk is nowhere to be found anymore in mm-hmm. the play store um, and so we've been trying this out with multiple different fake Android devices like fake. the uh, HP touchpad and uh, no, the, that mind, Froyo thingy. So keep in mind, the HP touchpad that we're talking about is my HP touchpad that has um, essentially CM9, which is ICS, um, and, and it's not supported there. Uh, I think it's actually on Jellybean now because it is it's on now, 4.1. But, yeah. but either way, it didn't work. Um, yeah, so... It thinks that it's on the latest version of the Google Talk, but it's not, not really, right. and it's weird. So also, if you have a Froyo, or most likely if you have a gingerbread, it probably won't work there either. I'm not crying over that. Well, but so I, I a lot of people still have gingerbread, and so that means they won't be able to have unified chat. So like Matt, for example, and so actually even Sam, neither of which have... Is Talk even on those? Talk, Google Talk is okay. on those as an app. You could just download, but if... if Hangouts is not available there, then that that sucks. Well, I think I think Google Talk will continue working. Yes, it will. Um, because I was able to get you know mm-hmm. your regular chats from from the Hangouts. Right. However, the group chats won't work so well. Right. And plus, it doesn't look nice. And yeah, like but- even even when uh, uh, when I was on the desktop version, mm-hmm. you know, they they have a a version that you install as a Chrome app. Yeah. That uh, then puts you know these lovely little chat boxes all over your screen wherever you want them. Um, those don't get the group chats yet either. Um, those are only in the the new Google Plus view. Right. I I um I don't know. We'll see if it works better 
later on. Yeah. Uh, you know, could be so, just a rough So roll right now it's pretty, roll it's pretty, uh, 10%. Kind of mixed feelings Hit or about miss. it. Yeah. I mean, it, it hit on Android 4.2, but everywhere else kind of missed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so one of the things Sam asked us is, when will Gmail get integration? Because right now it's only available on 4.2 or 4.1 phones, so Jelly Bean phones. Uh, no tablets, obviously. Um, but it is also available on the, the Google Plus page where the old chat used to be, but it's yeah. not available in the new form on, on Gmail. So that, that is a good question. When will Gmail get it? When do you think? I, hopefully soon. Hopefully soon. Hopefully, like within the week, they'll, they'll yeah. get everything working. Mm-hmm. Um, before IO is over. I doubt it'll happen before IO is over if Aww, things aren't working. Well, you know, they're busy presenting. Nah, the, those are just the important people who don't do real work. Wait, the important people are presenting? Right, yeah, like Larry. Oh, okay. Who don't do real work anymore, because they did all their real work like 14 years ago when, yeah. when Google was starting. Look out. at me. I built a server. <laughs> Don't turn the toilet into a server. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> okay, well, moving along then, uh, Google also introduced what they're, what they're hoping will be a Spotify and or Pandora killer. Yep, and Do Groove you, Shark, if you even care to mention no, that No, no, that's not real. No, okay. That's less real. So what they're calling this is an extension of Google Music. It's called All Access. Yep, so, you know, previously and currently and in the future, you will be able to, you know, buy individual tracks and albums and whatnot, um, just like normal. Right. Or you can also pay $9.99 a month, only $7.99 a month if you start the trial period before, like, July something or June something. Yeah, I think it was June 30th. Yeah. Um. And that will give you access to all of the music that is on Google Music. Right. Which sounds like a pretty good deal if you're somebody like me who, um, you know, buys new music, at, you know, pretty... Pretty regularly. Pretty pre- so, regularly. So, essentially, if you buy a $10 album every month consistently, then this would save you money. Yep. Um, so, I guess, you said, one of the things you said is, like, this is a really good deal for somebody like you who does that. Um, and, and you said, well, like, you know, uh, so you said, well, $10, though, like, you said seven ninety nine, right? Yes. If you if you do it early and you said two dollars over the course of your lifetime, well, and I presented the cold hard facts, then ten years this will not be here. Well, I mean, if enough people uh, subscribe to it, then it'll be around for a while. Nope. Right. Uh, lifetime is irrelevant with web services or any service, really. I think. And then once it's gone, I won't have any of those things that I didn't bother buying. Oh, that's so, oh man. Like I at at some point, uh, I would take it with a grain grain of salt and. I I personally don't trust streaming services like that. I like music is something you want to keep wa- listening to over and over again. It's not like a movie where you tend to watch once or twice, maybe a third time if it's really extraordinary. Yeah. And you don't you don't really care if you keep a local copy because you don't do it all the time. But music is different. You it's something that you do over and over. Again. I also just thought of something else. They're definitely not going to let me just download um, the songs that I have subscribed to that I, you know, have not bought. Right. Which means, right, like currently, I'm at home, right, where I don't have internet for streaming things, so I have to have the local files exactly. and just play them in Windows Media Player. Now, it might do so. Like, 
one of the things that was presented is a Pandora-like listing. So you give it a song that you like, and then it'll figure out songs that are similar that you might Which also like. Which Google Music already does that um, right, with the but, stuff that's in your library. But now it'll be a full stream, a full part of the catalog. Yeah. So it'll be more like Pandora, which is just like, oh, music everywhere. Uh, and if, unlike Pandora, you can edit the list and make new suggestions and take things out, and it's really nice. And you can swipe it away. So one of the, Swipe it away. Their, their slogan for this is radio without rules. I believe, right? Uh, something like that. Yeah. And, I mean, full control over what I'm listening to is very, very important to me, which is the reason that I don't use Pandora or any right. of that no, Pandora, garbage. Pandora is terrible for control. You just get a plus or a minus, thumbs up, thumbs down. Mm-hmm. This is much better because you can change the order, you can do everything. And because you're paying for it, there are no ads, and you can do as many skips or replays as you want. And what I really want to know is, can I take... Any arbitrary, you know, songs from the Google Play Store and just add them to the playlists that I have. That'd uh, be very interesting, yeah. Because that's what I need. Mm -hmm. Well, so one of the things I was going to mention, so just like that, um, one of the things that Spotify does is when you have a playlist that you've made, Mm -hmm. even though it's a streaming service, it caches a certain number of that streaming list, even if you go out of service. So... I, I wonder if Google Music All Access Dealy Bob there will also cache a certain number of songs for you. So yeah, that would be nice. Are you talking about on the desktop version or the uh, mobile version? On the mobile version. So okay. like you know, you you have a playlist up called Bulk Bag, and so it caches the next ten songs in Bulk Bag or whatever. That makes sense. That would be nice. And I mean, like on my currently, there's no I'm... reason it couldn't technically do that. It would just be a rights yeah. thing. Yeah, and since 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 Google Music already doesn't let any other apps, uh, mm-hmm. you know, access those files, they probably wouldn't have any legal reason not to do that. Well, not as many legal. Right. <laughs> right. Um. But I mean, like, uh, in my library right now, you know, you, you can choose which songs to, um, to have cached on your right. locally. Um, and I, I just do that by playlist. So mm-hmm. I have like two playlists that I listen to all the time. Right. So I just so have those, those two. Yeah. Yeah. That, that would make a lot of sense, especially for somebody like you. I mean, you have access to your high speed church, but yeah, um, it's not, you, you don't have access so much at home. So that would be really important. Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's next? Uh, Google Plus. Tons of updates to Google Plus. Huge. Huge. Not the mobile version, but the desktop version. Um, they have a nice kind of tile view for so, the stream now. If you're familiar with Google Now tiles. It's, yes, it's or right. even just Google Plus on the mobile. Oh yeah, it, right. it looks a lot like that. Right. So. Um. So it's it's not just one kind of stream. It's it's multiple different uh, columns and so. If you know anything about design, it would be similar to the masonry design pattern. There you go. <laughs> so it basically, it's a lot of different tiles interweaving with each other. So there's three columns traditionally, and the each tile can be different heights. And so it tries to fill in the space with the next available tile. Yep. Yeah. And it uh, it likes to take one, you know, posts <laughs> that have images and make those ones, like, Bigger. really wide and, mm-hmm. you know, like, two columns wide. And I've even seen three-column-wide images. Wow. So, yeah. That it better be a good image. Um, but, uh, incidentally, on the, what is this thing called? Air, MacBook Air. MacBook Air. Um, there's only a two-column view because the screen same, isn't wide enough. Same with on my uh, Chromebook. Right. Yeah. So, if, if I do half the screen on the MacBook Air... It's also just it goes down to one column view. Well, that's good. I mean, yeah, responsive. So it's um it's it's pretty good like that. Hmm. Looks like on uh, on this screen, which is a fairly large screen, actually, it's a pretty. Oh, there we go. Three three columns. Yep, mm-hmm. that's good. That makes sense. A sixteen hundred wide screen should 
be able to yep. pull three columns. Oh, I like that. You you uh, posted a screenshot from your phone, yeah. which is really tall, you know, of course. So that one does not take up multiple which makes rows. Sense. So, yeah. so images that are taller than they are wide will be longer. And images that are wider than they are tall, like if you take a picture in landscape, it'll take up multiple columns instead. And of course, right now my stream is taken up almost exclusively by the Google developers <laughs> because they've been posting tons of stuff because of what we're talking about. So, so some new things that they, they put into Google Plus is that, um, when, whenever you post something with an image or just words, uh, traditionally people didn't put hashtags in their posts because it's a lot of work. It's all, it's really hard to think of a good hashtag for what you're saying. Right. Um, so what, what Google is doing now is that when you put in words, it will automatically select the words that it believes are hashtagable. Or if you put images, certain types of images, it's, it's, so, you know, I put up this Google Hangout screenshot, but it didn't put the word Hangout as, uh, no, and as, as a tag. Their, their example was, um, the Eiffel a, Tower. They have a picture of an Eiffel Tower. So famous landmarks, famous people, famous words. Stuff important, like that. Important things. That'll get tagged up really well, but lesser things probably won't. And of course, you can always, um, you Do know, remove the, the hashtags that you don't like that it puts right. up there. Yeah. Um, let's see. They, uh, they also have revamped the photo, um, viewing stuff. So, um, the, you know, the arrow buttons are no longer way off to the sides. They're underneath the image. Um, and also when you upload photos, uh, it will um it they've got what they call uh, automatic awesomeness oh that sounds or something, fancy something like that yeah. um and so it's just basically this uh this all-in-one filter that you know makes the photos look as good as they possibly can i'm pretty sure that it's probably the exact same thing as the like automatic touch-up thing in That's, picasa yeah yeah now do you think they're going to get rid of picasa after this you know, I kind of hope that they don't because it's a really nice, just like automatic uploading service for me. But what what what's the difference between that and just having a much smaller non UI local UI based program? Well, see, I do want to have a local copy of my images. I'm sure you'd still have a local um, copy. Well, no, 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 no. So, 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 what happens right now is I plug in my SD card to my computer. My computer automatically goes that has tons of images in it. Let's import those with Picasa. And so I tell it which ones to import, delete all the rest of them, you know, mm -hmm. and then once those things have been, uh, you know, imported, it automatically uploads them. Wahoo! I have both versions. However, without Picasa, I would have to drag them from, you know, my, my, um, my SD card onto my hard drive to have a local copy mm -hmm. and then upload those to Google Plus, which is a lot more work. Oh, yeah. It yeah. sounds like it. Yeah, I'm not, I don't know. But, I mean, it, it would fit with, uh, Google's whole, you know, no local, um, I mean, I, I, software. I, I'm okay with local storage of photos and things, um, cause you, you tend not to edit them once they're done with, mm -hmm. uh, unlike docs and spreadsheets and presentations. Yeah, and yeah. Things. Those things are editable in the long term. Pictures usually aren't. Um, I, I just think that Picasa feels like an antiquated beast right now. Just so you know. Sure. Um, I mean, look at the UI. It doesn't look like Chrome at all. Uh, look at the, um, I mean, the whole the whole thing that Google's going towards. It, it doesn't fit in with the scheme. Is there a Picasa on on um, the Chromebook? I don't believe that there is. No, not really. No. So that 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 screams to me that it would go away. Also, also the problem with not having Picasa is uh, 
you know, when I upload these photos and I do the touch-up stuff, mm-hmm. my local files don't get the touch-up. It's right. only the ones that are on Google That's Plus true. that get those. But, I mean, does that matter, though? Yes, I want all of them to look great. Mm. I mean, I don't know if I would care. Whatever. Um, they also brought up the fact that, you know, when you're on vacation uh, and you take 600-odd photos and you don't have time to go uh, and, and look at which ones are good and which ones are bad, right. uh, Google Plus will can automatically figure out, you know, which ones are terribly blurry mm-hmm. and which ones uh, have bad contrast, stuff like that, and uh, it can just kind of make those not important anymore. Well, and so what it'll also do is it will highlight the important ones. So if it has a picture of somebody you've tagged before, somebody that is in a lot of pictures frequently, mm-hmm. like your family, it will surface those up before the ones that are of a tree or something. Yep, yep. So it can, and it And it can find landscapes, nice landscape shots, mm-hmm. highlight those as well. Yeah. I, I wonder what the criteria for that is like if you take a picture with a lot of people like all the time so like we both take a picture together literally every day for every a week. day because we're best buds and right we're always together and we're always in the studio how soon will it just consider you part of the family well it might also just go by your your family circle because that's oh, one yeah, of the I built-in suppose. circles that would in make google sense. plus yeah that's good that's just saying mm-hmm. they already have the uh, framework good it's, good yeah. good yeah just a matter of implementing mm-hmm. Um, they're also changing the way that you use space for your photos. Very um, obtuse method of describing yeah. what's changed. I, I mean, I do like the fact that, that they recognize that when I upload photos to the internet, I don't want them to be downsized willy nilly to, right. you know, I want them to be zoom inable. I want them to be the nice eight meg- megapixel, zoom 12 mega. Yeah. Those, yeah. yeah. Um, cause if I, if I upload something and it's downsized to 1024, like you can't zoom in for any at all to see anything on those. Um, so the, in order to facilitate that, you know, um, they are increasing the amount of storage that you have available for photos to 15 gigabytes. And this is a little bit confusing because so, um, previously, you know, you had, 10 gigabytes of storage on uh, Gmail, mm-hmm. and then you have 5 gigabytes of storage for Drive and Photos. And so the, so the Drive and the Photos shared the 5 gigabytes of space. It, it, just, the way they wrote the post on, I don't know, what, a couple of days ago, Yeah, it was very confusing. And so, so what I think is happening is I think the photos will no longer take up drive space well, and they will have 15 gigs of their own. So let me read to you what the official googledrive.blogspot.com post okay. says. So instead of having 10 gigabytes for Gmail and another 5 gigabytes for Drive and Google Plus Photos, you'll now get an un- unified storage for free to use as you like between Drive, Gmail, and Google Plus Photos. So 15 oh. units. Now, to me, that sounds really confusing and really misleading because... Okay, so, okay. I, I, I actually, I really like that. You like that better? I like that better. Okay, I'm going to put the link for this. So, so that now. doesn't really change the amount of storage that you have in total, but it puts everything together into one storage pool. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, you know, my Gmail, I'm taking up one gig out of ten. Right. Whereas with my, you know, photos, I can easily be taking up almost the whole five gigabytes and be like, I need more storage. You know, I like my things separate. Uh, you, you know, but mean, equal. No, not not necessarily equal. I'm I'm very mean. I'm, like a, I'm making a, a. I know. A terrible. I, I got like, Jim Crow joke. Yeah, yes. I, I got it. Yeah. Um, 
I, I, you know, you, you know me with my my syncing of plugins and, and extensions in, in in Chrome. I, I the, hate the way that it doesn't do that. I hate synchronization. You're a madman. Um. So so like the computer you're using, I never use that computer, right? With good reason, probably. Um. That that's essentially my co-host computer. So whenever there's co-hosts here in the studio, they get to use that computer. Otherwise, I do use it in the other room with a long HDMI cable to watch anime. That's essentially the use of that computer. Okay. Um. Likewise, I use this MacBook Air and I use the studio computer primarily. Um, so I have Mighty Text, and I have Pocket, and I have LastPass installed in those. Those two things don't really need to be on that computer you're using there. Because otherwise, whenever I get a text message, you'll get a pop-up saying that Ryan just got a text message on the computer that you're watching anime on. Or well, the I would love that because then I'd just be like, oh, click... Yeah, reply well, with my keyboard instead of my phone keyboard. Well, you would like that to to, to mess with my text messaging, um, but but it's essentially useless, and there's no advantage for me to do all that syncing. Which app was that again? Let me go get Mighty that. Text. Oh, Mighty Text. Okay. Yeah, uh, it's really nice. Um, so you know, it, it's kind of, it's similar to that with the storage thing, and and so one of the problems I've had with Google Plus uploading. So you know, when you take a picture with your phone or whatever device, yep. Google Plus will automatically upload the picture. Well, you know, and, and quite often I, I mess up taking a picture you know, or take, you know, two or three of the same exact thing. You know, it happens all the time, right? Sure. Well, it would be nice if those duplicates wouldn't count against me. If it would upload the small ones first, and then if I share it physically, like I manually share something or I select it, it would get the original big one and put that somewhere. Yes. Because I don't want all 600 pictures to be fancy, high res. I want only the... 30 i pick or whatever i pick. right that would be my preference i mean the ideal would be for the the ideal would be for the uh you know the bad ones to just go away completely i mean uh, and I, I would just delete them but i don't trust that it knows what the bad ones are i'd have to pick that's why i yeah right i would go and pick them anyway right but if you don't it has to do things in a space conservative way i think if space is going to be a primary concern the, the other reason that I really like this just straight up unification is because I have the 100 gigs of, of, you know, storage for free from buying a Chromebook. So now I have basically tons of storage. Right. Yay. Tons. You, now, could, you could go get a Chromebook um, Pixel and get like a terabyte or something absurd. And I wish that I had been at IO <laughs> and I got a Chromebook Pixel because that would be well, just We didn't fabulous. talk about that yet. Well, they talked even... about it in three minutes. Oh, half, fine. Half, I didn't minute. know that. I, uh... Yeah, they did. Well, let's go so along. So jealous. Then. I'm not. I know. Because you're picky. No, no, no. I, I just think that uh, a pixel really serves no purpose for what I do. I, uh, You saw me here before the show started. I was coding a couple for a couple minutes, just doing some quick changes to one of our you know utilities here. And yeah, see, uh, I on don't... a Chromebook Pixel, I, that would be impossible. I, I don't really do the coding thing so much. Yet. I'm a developer. Yeah, I know. I'm trying to be. Yeah, well, I'm, you I'm, can't do that on a Chromebook Pixel. You can test what you do out there. All of the development that I have done so far has been in the dungeon on the Fedora which, boxes. Which is just absurd to me. I will talk about that later. But uh, it's Well, absurd. when it's only like, you know, two minutes to walk from my room to there. I, I understand, but your computer is so beautiful and fast and wonderful. I know. Why I wish you? that I had that at my disposal all the time. You do? I know. <laughs> okay, then. But when we were trying to evolve tanks, we just couldn't do it on Windows. Evolve tanks. Yeah. What? Uh, evolution and artificial intelligence class. We were. What do you mean? What, what, Robocode tanks. You couldn't do that on Windows. What do you? Not talking? really. No. Why? Because it was all built with uh, the assumption that you had nice bash scripts. 
Oh, well, see, I have a server. Like, I've yeah. developed well, Windows, see, but I have a server. We have the dungeon. So, so. You can, you, if you can afford a $1,600 computer, you can afford another $400 for a miniature server. Just saying. Okay. Yeah. What else is new? New Google Maps interface new. on both desktop and mobile. Well, we mentioned that there had been a Google Maps interface leak, and here yes. it is. It looks really nice. Yeah, what's new? So the map now takes up basically the entire window instead of, you know, having that obnoxious White little bar thing. left yeah, bar yeah. thing. Um, also, um, so yeah, and then the search bar is just kind of like inlaid right. in it's the map. F- it's floating. Yep. Yeah. Um, it um it will learn the things that you like, you know, the places that you like to go over time. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think before you had to like specifically save a map as like a thing. So like if you had a a, a certain directions that you wanted to keep for later, you had to like save that and and name it and um yeah. And it was like you you couldn't find it afterwards even if you did all of that, and mm-hmm. it was just absurd. Um, let's see. I think, oh yes, yes, yes. So we've seen the, you know, the whole, uh, 45 degree angle zooming in, um, on Google Maps for quite a while now. Um, but now you can just straight up, um, take, take, you know, um, satellite imagery and just kind of rotate around. So they showed, I, I forget, it was some sort of cathedral that they were rotating around and it was really, really smooth. Like there's no possible way that they had photos from every single one right. of those angles. It was just kind of emulating that motion, but it looked really good. Yeah, it was very impressive. I love it how part of the the URL for that is Hello World. Yeah. It's I, hilarious. I don't really know what they were going for with that. Kind of makes me think that was just what they were calling it. But yeah, this is um, new on the uh, desktop version. Um, it's new on the mobile version. And there will be an iOS version eventually. Yes. It said, they said in a few weeks. I wouldn't be surprised if they're coordinating that with WWDC to say like, oh, look, we have Google Maps. And just kind of steal Apple's show or? Well, I mean, like at, at IO, I'm, crap, at WWDC, they, Apple could say, oh, look, and here's, here's somebody using Apple Maps. Here's somebody using Google Maps. We support all sorts of maps. Right. Because could, Apple's trying to um, make nice with that now, or well, so uh, Tim Cook apologized for making you know Apple Maps not mm-hmm. do so well, and so he even suggested to use other mapping services, and so they're trying to be as friendly as possible. So it's it's a possible thing to do. Um, they're also revamping the um, you know the the directions. Mm-hmm. Um, so now um, when you first search for a place, you know, it will go, well, here's a couple of different methods of transportation. There's, you know, you can drive there or you can take a train there and it'll tell you like how long it'll take for each one. Um, also, you can still, of course, select one of them over the others. Um, and I was going somewhere with this, but I don't remember. Well, so one- Oh, yes, yes, yes. So the, the, I think the public transportation mm-hmm. one is significantly improved. Yes. Um, with, you know, it, it'll kind of break down the trip, you know, so like you have to take this train for so long and then you have to walk for so long and it'll right. show you like which, which versions of, of getting there take how much different mm-hmm. time and distance for each leg of the trip, which it looked really snazzy. And uh, this is a um, by invitation, so you can go to the URL that we have on the on the show notes yep. and uh, request an invitation. And so, who knows when those will be fulfilled? But presumably, sometime. 
Yes. You know, stage rollout. I mean, you know, when back when I requested an invitation for Ingress, it took me like two or three weeks to get in. And well, you know. I'm sure I'm sure this will probably be a little bit faster. Uh, Hopefully, because this is a real product. Right. This is a real product, and they probably can put more weight behind this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What else is new? Um, new, new. That means baby in some language. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, hmm. a funny, funny story that my parents tell. Interesting. Yep. Um, so there is a new Google Wallet API for buying goods on mobile devices more easily. The um, the percentage or the the statistic that they gave us during the presentation was that it's so hard to buy things on a mobile it's device so that ninety seven percent of people just give up. Right, and so it you know it is hard. So if imagine signing up for Amazon for your first time ever. Signing up on the tablet instead yeah. of signing up through. Oh golly! Can you imagine that? Or or, or imagine. Just like going to Monoprice for the first time on a tablet, which would be abs- absurd. And why would you do that? But you, but but the the common case is that you have to enter your your name and your last name and your your address in a bunch of different form fields and your mm-hmm. credit card number and your CCV number and your you know your your uh, cardholder name and your real address, your billing address, all sorts of things. You have to enter like twenty fields, and that sucks. So then, why not have a store? you know, a little storage place in Android to, to handle that. And that's stored in wallet. Isn't that a, for funsies? Well, for convenience. Yep. Yep. So, I mean, I, I don't know how often I actually buy goods. I mean, usually when I'm, yeah, when I'm shopping, I don't really do it on my mobile device. I, I just kind never, of don't do that. I don't I know why I don't I, do that. I have never purchased anything on, on my phone or on the tablet when I used it. Probably for two reasons. Because I only buy from Amazon. Yeah, yeah. And, and so they, I... They, they do have an app, though. I know. But normally when I'm on Amazon, I'm on my computer because I'm looking at reviews and, and the mobile app sucks for looking at reviews because oh, you have yeah. to hit three expanding levels and it sucks. And and typically, I have to log in with LastPass because my password's absurd. Because even if I went through the app, it would remember me, but that would be dangerous. I don't want people to just buy things left and right when they use my phone. Exactly. So I feel like, I don't know, do you have to re-authenticate whenever you put this information in? That would be... Uh, With the new API or... Or, you know, like, yeah, I guess so. Like I don't know. I mean, it sounds like it's... Like you're just like there one for, click. Uh, that seems iffy and risky <laughs> to me. I don't know if it matters. I mean, uh, potentially once somebody has your phone, you're screwed, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, this next one is really exciting. Oh, actually. this is so much yes. better. Google Now. Google Now tiles, including reminders, new music, new books, new video games, new TV shows, all that jazz. I, I was talking to you, like, literally last week, Ryan. Literally and, last Saturday. And I was like, man, I wish that Google Now would tell me when, new music. My, when my favorite artists are coming uh, out with new stuff, because yeah. I never know... And, I mean, it tells me when new movies are coming out, but it won't tell me when my favorite artists are coming out with new music, right. and now it will. So you showed me that day that, that you got a notification for Iron Man. Yes. And and I had also gotten the same notification for Iron Man. And I'm not sure exactly how it knows that we're the kind of person that would like Iron Man, but it knows. I mean, everybody likes Iron Man, right? <laughs> I feel like there's probably a good way it might know. It probably said, hmm, what movie made the most money literally today? Oh, Iron Man. Okay. Has this person gone to a movie theater or been by a movie theater regularly, lately, at all? If yes, then display. Because I had been to a movie theater the week before, and so had you. You had seen Iron Man, in fact. Yes, but I don't know if it has... 
I think, yeah, the Morris Theater is listed on Google Maps, so right. it would know. So that would make sense. And yeah. so I, I had been at um, the Roseville uh, EMC okay. place, and so it, it probably knew that I'd seen a movie recently, and, uh, you know, it said uh, you should uh, go look at the Iron Man. Right. Right. And, of course, you know, it's a blockbuster thing, you know. it's. Uh, and now that it knows, I think, that I like movies, um, theoretically, it's... Likes movies. Yeah, it's, uh, it's showing me things like, hey, you should go see Star Trek Into Darkness. Right. Which hasn't even come out yet. Honestly, though, I think it'll probably say that for every major film that has hype and or... Um, Golly, stuff. I hope not. I think... I, I feel like it will. Because there's no way it knows enough about you yet about movies. I right. I mean, unless you've Googled for... I mean, there... It. It, I did notice that it didn't come up with Iron Man until after I had written my blog post about Iron Man and had Google image searched for a poster for that blog post for Iron Man. Um, so it, that may have been why it showed me that. But, but that doesn't make know. sense in my case because I had not searched for Iron Correct. Man. Correct. And it showed me the same tile it showed for you. Yeah. So I am led to believe that it just shows popular things if you've been to a movie theater recently. Now, for music, books, uh, and stuff like that, it can easily just look at your Google Play um, purchases and find similar artists. Exactly. Similar books, similar TV shows, whatever. However, video games, that's going to be a little bit different. Now, does that mean literal video games, like for PS5, Xbox 780, (laughs) um, like real consoles, not this fake Android crap? Um, no, yeah, that's going to be real, yeah. Real games? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. the Guild Wars 3. The, 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 yeah, the PC titles. And the, cool. Yeah, exactly. Cool. I'm, I'm I glad, think to, glad they, to hear it. They Journey showed 3. it talking about mm, Watch Dogs, I think. Journey 3. It's a journey to journey. What? 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 Hi. What happened to number two? That hasn't come out yet. Okay. <laughs> I await with great anticipation. You should, because it'll come out after Journey 4. So what else what else came out with that Google Now tile? The reminders. Yes, the reminders. Now, I don't know about you, but I I you know, reminders kind of fits in with the realm of calendar. Like you'd assume you could put an event on the calendar that wouldn't physically take up a bulk load of space that it would just remind you when it happens, right? Right. Well, the calendar never had that support, which no. is absurd to me. Of course, they had tasks integrated into Gmail and sort of kind of integrated into Calendar, but tasks would never remind you. It would just sit in a list and yeah, sit and there. Go- and tasks never showed up on mobile, no, ever. there was Not, no mobile support. It was so stupid. Ever. There were third-party apps that you had to pay for that used a fake API to, to do it, and, and, and that sucks. Uh, so today, revolutionary feature... Reminders. Even though they did have like a through Google Now, you could set an alarm. That's not a that reminder. It it called them reminders, but it wasn't really no, a reminder. No, let me tell you how many times I use that alarm feature. Like I would always say, "Okay, Google or whatever, uh, set alarm for fifteen minutes." And so, fifteen minutes, I would go check my pizza or whatever. Mm-hmm. I would always use that whenever okay. I was cooking a pizza. But this is not an alarm, so it keeps your alarm section clean, your alarm app or whatever. Um, but it it um, sets a reminder that goes into the abyss. I might add, where 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 do reminders go? Uh oh, the settings, my stuff, reminders. The abyss. So yeah. it's not the settings app, which is what we thought. Which is what we thought. Yeah, it's the settings, the three dot thing. And then my in stuff. Google Now, right in in the in the Google Now app, which isn't really an app because it should be an OS level feature, but, but it's it, really the search yeah, app. Exactly. My gosh, is that <sighs> complicated? 
Um, but the reminder thing is great. So you you say, where, where's my phone? We should we should try it. Well, no, no, no. It's actually I think it's a good thing that Google Now is not an OS level thing because now because that way they can update the I, Google I, Search I know, app without I know, I ha- totally you ha- having agree, to make but you. But it feels like an OS level thing because why? Yeah. If it isn't, because why... I can swipe up from the bottom of the screen right. and it will take me that from any app. But then if it isn't an OS level thing, why isn't it an ice cream sandwich? It is. Google Now? Yeah, isn't that an I? It nope. debuted with ice cream. Mm-hmm. Oh, nope. Mo. No, it didn't. No, Mo, it didn't. Oh, you're right. No, Mo. So what should I remind myself to do today? Uh, Kill Ryan. Uh, how about if I... Don't do that. Oh. Google. Because that's what I did. Google. Google. <laughs> okay, Google. <laughs> See, demos never work. Oh, no, it didn't. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> and now you have to make it stop because it, it heard you say what, hey, what, it worked. What, what it said is okay now google never works <laughs> demos never work um remind me to publish this podcast at 7 a.m and so it picked up publish this podcast tomorrow at 7 a.m and so then i just have to hit set this reminder awesome and then so there it goes i'll probably start using this instead of um the countdown timer uh in the clock app which is what I always used for, like, you know, when I put in my right. uh, laundry or whatever, yeah, and exactly. I didn't know when it was I used going to, to end. do the same thing, too. I had a, an app called um, Reminder. Mm-hmm. Oh, golly. <laughs> I don't actually know. It, it just counted down. I have no idea what it's called. One of the things that was weird is about Reminders is that it doesn't have anything on the, you know... Yeah, there's the, no tile. There's no card for it. And you'd assume that there should be a Reminder card that says you have an impen- you know, impending or repending or bulk pending Reminder. Yeah. Yeah. Repelling Reminder. Sure. Yeah. That'd be nice. Good features to put in. Maybe it'll get updated in 4.3. That'll not come out. Yes. Yeah. Um, they also made a big deal about education apps. Um, so they are going to be kind of putting this new type of buying stuff into the Google Play Store so, so that they could, you know, like get 500 uh, yeah. licenses for this app all at so, once. So and... I was reading about it and apparently they're going to launch a separate version of the Play Store. Okay for these apps and so instead of just purchasing one for a single device you can purchase a bulk set of licenses for a group of devices which makes sense which makes a lot of sense uh and they plugged chromebooks what doesn't make sense though is uh the concept of getting giving all of the children tablets still because i mean you give a child a tablet they're not going to use it for educational purposes they're going to use it to poke and drop on things you know i i agree when I was in second grade, I, I vividly remember this. Um, so somehow you didn't remember tablets. No, no, no. I, I vividly remember having three Macs. You know the candy colored Macs. Yep, the, the, yep. Like I love blue, those the things. Ones. Uh, the three what, were those iMacs. Or were those Emacs? I don't know. I think those were Emacs. Okay. So uh, three three candy colored Emacs. There's one red one, one blue one, and one gray one, which is dumb. Candy. Gray color. Gray, gray candy. That doesn't sound like candy that you should eat. Boring gray candy. Stale. Well. I remember something some teacher did is they disabled the sound and you you couldn't use the little sli- sound slider to to turn it back on. Right. And so the games that we had were like math games and the you know math character would tell you blah 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 plus blah 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 and there was no screen visual you just had to type it in and it's like that's terrible. We we, we can't do anything past this point teacher how do we turn this on and they wouldn't tell us. And I feel like with tablets, you, you, you know, you can do headphones and you can do things and kids would, you know, do their little math games or whatever with it just fine. But how do you supervise that they're actually doing their math game and not like going and messing around with some other game? Right. 
So I, I guess there has to be things. Have you seen the commercial for, I don't know what they call it, but it's some kind of like parental control for the Kindle Fire. So like sure. the, the mother sets from like the default five hours to the hour and a half that she wants her kids to play, be able to play games. And then when the time is up, it says, time's up, go play outside or something. <laughs> and and so then so then the kid sees that his sister's outside playing with the dog and he goes outside and plays with the dog. Right, because, yeah, yeah, it works. Right. It works that way. Uh, personally, if that came up on my screen while I was playing the game that I spent the last three hours trying to beat... And you would try to figure out a way around it. And my boss battle was just interrupted by your stupid uh, interrupt screen. I would literally throw my Kindle Fire against the wall and throw that wall against the next wall and then figure out a way around it. Would it land on top of the Nexus 7? Yes! That you already threw against the wall? And that wall, yeah. Yes, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Um, and of course, yes, they were talking about Chromebooks in Did, education. They didn't say anything new about the Chromebooks in education? Not really, no. No. Um, but, I mean, Chromebooks in education do make a heck of a lot of sense because they are nice, cheap laptops. Um, and, yeah, the setup and maintenance on them is a heck of a lot easier than on any Windows laptop yes, ever. Um, and, you know... I think one of the best parts about it, too, is deployment is so just effortless. Mm-hmm. You just get a bunch of them, make students' accounts, which is really easy. Normally, people have, like, an Excel spreadsheet. It's easy to turn into an LDAP database, and it's easy to plug into Google Apps. Yep. Um, and one problem with it, though, is without a reliable inter- internet connection wherever it is, it's essentially rendered useless. That's true. So, and we, we were talking before the show about imagining our high school with Chromebooks. Can you imagine giving 2,100 people in 2100 one people. in one building, everyone with a Chromebook? Now, admittedly, not every single person in the building would be using it at the same time, but, but it'd be pretty imagine close. 90% of the building on Wi-Fi on their Chromebook continuously. It would, it would, it would drain the building's Wi-Fi alone, but not only that, the, the bandwidth out of the building and into the building. Mm-hmm. Uh, so without mass deployments of the next generation of internet connections to places like Fiber, Google Fiber, or even just terrestrial Fiber, um, Chromebooks and mass conglomeration would not be possible. Yeah. So how how does that scale up? We don't know yet. The future. The it'll, future. It'll be here. Well, we hope so. Yep. Um, they also introduced Google Knowledge Graph to Google searches. Um, so that we've had the kind of knowledge base, whatever they call it, on the side on the right hand side. The knowledge graph. That's, really, that's what it's called. That's really oh, just what it's okay. Called. So they're adding on actual graphs to the knowledge graph. Woo-hoo! Yay! Um, unfortunately, I couldn't replicate what he was doing it's in the presentation. It was yeah, kind of disappointing. Um. But yeah, they showed a a nice graph up at the top of a search with uh, of you know India's population over time. Uh, now, I don't know if it's always done it this way. Yeah, it's his seemed a lot better. His was a lot bigger and actually, I, I think it was like interactive yeah. in some way. And, like, it, and it showed you related data too. Yep. So, eh. oh well. Oh, and then there was the highlight, the highlight of the entire keynote. So. What I'll, what I won't do it, but if I can find a clip of the guy, I'll put it in the show notes someday. Awesome. Um, it's so yeah, good. This, this man, this so handsome he, man comes on stage. And he's wearing all black. All like black. His, 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 his pants are black. He has a black coat on, a black t shirt. And, and he holds up his hand and says, remember. <laughs> and I knew immediately that he was going to seduce me. And, and we both reacted the same way, or at least similarly. And it's just incredible. Yeah, you you really have to watch the three hour presentation just for this one guy, <laughs> honestly. And then stop before Larry gets on stage. 
Yeah. Just, just <laughs> as soon as you start, start hearing the Google Now alternative voice, just quit. Yep. Yeah. So there were a few things that were not in the main keynote, but are uh, of note. Um, so, so you can now send money to friends through Gmail. It's very interesting. It is very interesting. I like that is not something that I had thought would ever be a thing before. Or, or it, would you ever do it though? Maybe. Um, I mean, well, see, the, the thing is, like, if so, I, I've had like friends where I have, you know, bought them like Minecraft online because they don't right. have a credit card or whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, and it would be nice to have a system where they could just pay me back mm-hmm. easily, which is what this, you know, sending money to friends is for. Right. However, if they already have Google Wallet, why the heck aren't they just buying it online anyway? You know what I mean? Exactly. Um. Yeah, I don't really understand. And and furthermore, if you wanted to send somebody like money to buy something on play why not just send a gift card right uh so i don't really understand. well gift cards are physical things we don't want to do well i know things. but you can like an amazon gift card is not only a physical thing you can send right. it as a amazon gift card email i mean it's a similar idea i'm sure play has it none that i've done it so i don't know uh, it just seems odd to have this i wonder if this is something for so one of the things like in africa there's a big thing where um phones in africa can um, they, they, their carriers there apparently allow you to buy a you know a, a minute card you know a cash card for your you know your cell phone mm-hmm. and so if two people have the same phone number registered on their phone the funds can be transferred over mass distances without like western union or some physical currency being teleported across distance so as long as two people have the same number on their phone which is how impossible i don't know i don't even yeah. um but as long as that's as long as you can do that, you can just buy a cash card, load your phone up, and then the other end get your cash put back on a card so that you can use it. And Seems just, like a workaround, though. Well, I'm sure it is. But so maybe this is like a similar solution to that. So instead of doing that, you can just transfer your money into. Car- I don't understand the point of this. There's no rationalization. I don't know. I mean, thing, like if if we go out to pizza and you, you buy, you know, then then and I want to pay you back a little bit, but I don't have cash on me. I mean, then then I can easily do that. I mean, I know, but it seems so weird. I would never. It's, it's like, further getting rid of all physical things in our world. I mean, I guess that would, it. I guess that would work really well, except that money is now just sitting in in wallet. It's not going anywhere because, unfortunately, when I want to go to Domino's next week, well, don't you use wallet for that? I don't think you can. Oh, and that I think that that's part of the problem. Oh well, that there's a dead end somewhere along the line of transferring. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the other thing that um, we found that was not talked about but also came out was that Google TV was updated to the latest uh, Android 4.2.2. And it got the newest version of Chrome. Right. Which is funny because I don't think anybody has a Google TV. They didn't talk about Google TV. Yeah, but I mean, they're still doing stuff for it, so presumably it's still a thing. Right. Yep. Yeah. And uh, stuff that we were expecting that was suspiciously absent... Uh, the new Nexus 7. Mm-hmm. No new Nexus 7. N- nothing happened. There had been a lot of rumors up to this point about a Nexus 7 with either uh, a Snapdragon, Snapdragon 600 with 2 gigs of memory or Snapdragon 800 with 2 gigs of memory and a new fancy pants high resolution screen. Uh, did we come, did that come out? No. Nope. And so what do you think about that? What does that mean? I think it kind of does make sense for Google to kind of ease off of the whole like coming out with new hardware all the time, you know, coming all out the with time. with new versions I've of been Android a year. all the time. What are you talking about? You just got your Nexus 4. Yeah, I know, but Nexus 7. Yeah, well, when did that come out? Last Google I.O. Oh, 
Oh. Well, yeah. see, I haven't had mine that long. Well, I haven't either. I got mine in November or something. Okay, there you go. But but the problem is the Nexus 7 came out with barely acceptable hardware when it came out. It was just great because it was so dirt cheap. That's yep. why we liked it. And it was good enough because nobody had modern OS and, I mean, devices. It, and it does, it does run. It runs. Fairly well. But not very well. Fairly well. Not very pretty, well. Pretty well. Fairly well is not very well. It's fine. Folk big. So the problem is that the new Nexus 7 would have alleviated the problems of the old Nexus 7. What I imagined is they would have kept a Nexus 7 16 gig model, you know, just whatever, mm-hmm. just at the base $200 price. And then the new ones would fill in the gaps up to $350 in $50 increments, um, you know, with a 16 gigabyte model Nexus 7 2 and then a double expanded, you know, double storage size for 300 and then a 3G, 4G model for 350. Right. And so then that would have met the 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 next fifty dollar gap because isn't the nexus four uh nexus ten three ninety nine i don't remember i th- i feel like it might be i don't care it doesn't matter it just that would have filled in price gaps that that are present and it would have made the ne- next generation of nexus products a lot better the nexus seven is extraordinarily slow to switch apps between it's extraordinarily slow to run multiple tab tabs of chrome we played a little racing game on it but it is annoying the Nexus 10 starts at $400. So three ninety nine. Cool. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So then that, that would make perfect sense to me. Um, the Nexus 7 caps out $50 below the next size tier up. Uh, it's, it's price, price sign, pricing, pricing umbrellas. Yes. Something like that. And I, I, I'm just, I'm not really disappointed because my expectations before the show were adjusted. When I, when I got that Larry, I was going to say Larry King, Larry Page vocal cord leak. Or, or, you know, release. My expectations were that this will be less about products and more about services. So, yeah. Also, they, uh, obviously, we already spoiled this. No, they, they didn't, spoilers. They, they didn't, uh, an- announce Android 4.3. But of course, they leaked it, so it makes you wonder. Hmm. So, does that mean. Well, no, because, you know, Valve had, right, exactly. uh, had fake references leak. to their Source 2 engine, mm-hmm. but that hasn't happened. Right, exactly. So, does that mean later in the summer, maybe in the fall? What does that mean? I don't know. Uh, let's see. Jelly Bean came out. Uh, in November? Which so? Jelly Bean? The 4.2. 4.2 came out in November, yeah. yes. With, with the Nexus 4. Right. Right. Yep. So does that mean we're going to wait until November again to get 4.3? I wouldn't cry if we did. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't specifically care. Um, like I can't I, think of many other things that they could do with the I, operating I, system I that no would idea. hugely no. improve on exactly. what I, we have right I now. I totally agree. But the only problem is I need new hardware. You just Nexus, got a Nexus 4. Not the phone, the tablet. Well, you don't care about tablets. You have a phone. I would love to have a tablet that didn't suck. But you would want to have like a bigger one than a 7 inch. No, no, no. 7 inch is too close to 4.7 inches. Oh, <laughs> well. Yeah, that is really true. Really make a difference. That, that is, that is very true. Uh, well, fine. I'll go get a new Nexus 10 when that comes out. There you go. Yeah, not. You mean the one expensive. from Vizio? No, I it's gonna be great. No, I like you know I like my great. Google stuff. Well, but but it's gonna be stock Androids. So now, what if exactly the what same. if Google partnered with Vizio? Oh, oh, now now we're talking a big V under your um G under my N Nexus the Nexus oh, V you, you, the Nexus X right actually whatever <laughs> what else what else didn't come out um google plus did not come out with any um, api apis you totally wrote apk by well, the way well i wrote api and then i was like wait a minute did he say a k because i know that apk is a thing as well oh uh, you see you're non-developer developer nope 
Yeah, well, so one of the problems is that, as we all know, that Facebook has an API. So if you have an application, you can write out to Facebook and say big week to all your friends and family. If you wanted to tweet all your followers on the Twitter, you could say big week and then all your followers would get your tweet. Unfortunately, there is no automated way to post to Google Plus because there's no write API. You can read from Google Plus, but you cannot write to Google Plus. And that that is a big problem. You know, if we can read from Google Plus, why isn't there like an RSS thing from Google Plus yet? Well, right. So there probably is. I just I'm, I'm sure there is, and it's just it's it's limited at best and sucky yeah. at worst. And and it's a very bad thing that they don't have this because I feel like Google Plus would be it's a great platform for writing stuff and it is. pouring content into because the visualization the visualization is just so good especially now that we have the tiles right on exactly the desktop uh and and so without having an API to put stuff in there I feel like they're missing out on a significant amount of content I would love yeah. to be able to cross post to all my platforms but I can't well but you do anyway. By manually and yeah. I, and, and, and you by, hate it and I hate it and I rarely actually do it. <sighs> so they also didn't come out with anything resolutionary. Nothing resolutionary. Nope. And um, what does resolutionary mean in this context? Nothing. Okay. <laughs> and they also, you know, the Microsoft was also not present at Google I/O. Wait, what? 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 Hi. Hi. Hey. How you doing? Good. <laughs> so those are my like two jokes for the day. Hey. Yeah. No. No. Microsoft. Hmm. No. Darn. You know, I. I think they. I think Microsoft put out an official statement that they were not going to attend this year. Oh. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Allegedly. Um. So any 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 anything else? Do you uh? What what I mean, is? I I like that they are going forward with the you know the the products of theirs that are already you know multi-platform and everything you know there i i don't really feel the need for new hardware at this point um the nexus 7 needs to get updated oh shush i love bianca i understand but you'd like bianca too better yes but i don't have money for that i I, promise i promised myself that i wasn't going to be getting any new android devices unless like i actually have enough money to get a phone 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 but I won't be getting any new Android devices until the Nexus 7 is not supported, you know, that doesn't get new updates anymore. Well, I mean... Exactly. So, the the phone, the Nexus, uh, what is this for? It costs $400 after tax, essentially. Yep. Uh, I pay $37, essentially, a month for service. $35 a month or something. Whatever. Yep. Um, See, it's the $37 that's the problem. Though. Right. So, I'm saying... What, what The problem is, so in 10 months of paying that $37, you've paid for the phone. Uh, twice over even. right exactly yeah. so that's the problem so 10 months is you know a little bit less than a year so mm-hmm. that's why it's expensive these these phone things exactly yeah mm-hmm. um but man i i just need the nexus 7 update that that hardware is so pitiful now like even if they just reuse the processor in this nexus 4 in the mm-hmm. nexus 7 if they could just do that that would alleviate all the pressure. Maybe add some memory, but that's not even necessary. The processor needs to get so much better. But with the kind of people who have bought the Nexus 7, um, no, they are true. going to be perfectly happy with what it yes, is. Yes, my, my mom, who uses my Nexus 7 now, doesn't even notice a thing. Like, because she's using the phone that I had when I bought the Nexus 7. I thought the Nexus 7 was so fast compared to that phone. Yeah. Um, it, 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 everything's relative, of course. Yeah. So that's why. And I mean, for me, the most important thing is uh, for a device is that the software is all up to date right. and that it is all compatible with all of the things that I love. Right. Which, I feel like my Nexus 7 got significantly slower after 4.2. And, but I didn't get mine until after 4.2, so. Right. So you don't know. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Well, then. So what was your favorite part of the uh, Keynote I.O. 2013? Remember. <laughs> real thing. Favorite. Real thing. Real thing. Um, Probably Google Plus because... Oh, man, I that really, stream. I I just kind of jumped onto Google Plus as soon as it was out. I was really mad that um, Savannah got invited to Google <laughs> Plus before I did. I don't remember oh. when I got in because I, I was never that important. And then... um. And then, I mean, I, like, for a while there, I just kind of abandoned Facebook. Um, yes. and, you know, absolutely hated it because I was like, Google Plus is so amazing. My snooze notification had expired, so I redid it. And, uh, <laughs> and so I, um, you know, eventually I came, sort of came back to Facebook because I needed to actually post things there so that people would know about my, uh, you know, my podcast. And yes, whatnot. yes, yes. Um, but other than that, I don't really use Facebook for anything. You know, I, I, I do Facebook for the same reason that you do. Um, so for advertising, of mm-hmm. course, but one of the problems with Google Plus is that nobody from Facebook that I know is on Google Plus. Not that Me. they're really, well, but I mean, bulk load majority. Um, so that's one of the problems with Google Plus. Yeah. Not enough people got there. And even if you are there, there's nothing to do. And not that there's anything to do on Facebook either, so I don't really know if that matters. Yeah. I mean, I, just, I basically use Google Plus for as, you know, a link share and right. um, posting images. You know, it's funny. So I, I, I love posting images on Google Plus. That's primarily what I do with it. I love posting I words on Twitter. That's primarily what I do with it. And I pr- primarily don't use Facebook for anything except advertising occasionally. Facebook is pretty useful as a very large contact sheet. Right. But I don't even sync those contacts in anymore. Well, no, no. You don't sync them in. But like when you when you, you know, know. try to text somebody and you realize that you don't actually have their phone number in your contacts, you go, oh, well, maybe I have it on Facebook you know, or something. I, I used to think about that, but I don't text anyone. So um, right. I don't have any friends. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. Good thing. Uh, my favorite thing has to be Hangouts, of course, because I have been crying and desperately needing a unified chat. For, for literally ages. Mm-hmm. And and this is the first step in the right direction. It's not perfect, at least as of today, but that could just be rollout issues um, and, and the lack of con- yeah. and synchronized updates, I guess. Um, hopefully that'll get ironed out. In, it's in, pretty utterly ridiculous right yeah, now. Yeah, well, see, you should be able to run it on your Nexus 7 and your Nexus 10. Yeah. Google devices should be supported by I think four. It's, it's, you can only really be described as a Charlie Foxtrot. <laughs> I don't know if it's that bad. I think it can. I don't think it's that bad. I don't think it's necessary. I mean, the fact that I had gone and gotten the new version of the desktop one, and I couldn't, and I wasn't getting anything from that group chat that we had going until I until they finally gave me the new Google Plus interface. You know, I I don't think that's a big deal. I think what would have been worse is if they had rolled it out, but then the app had started crashing just randomly, or or if nobody in general could download the app. That would have been cute. <laughs> no, no, that would have been <laughs> terribly frustrating. Uh, so uh, I, I think it could have been a worse rollout. I think this rollout was decent. Not not great, but not bad. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it. That's um. That's Google I.O. Google I.O. If anything really, really important happens in the next two days, <laughs> we'll, we'll probably talk about it on At The Nexus. Yeah, and... so if anything exciting happens, I'll let you know. Yep. Yeah. And of course, there will be a big banner message on At The Nexus uh, this Friday for this show uh, covering all of our life. Big banner. It's going to mess up our whole layout. No, not physical banner. It'll be a big banner that's small. No, but the... In uh... audio form. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What else are you going to call it? I don't know. I don't either. Definitely not the villain. Oh, Oh, no. There's an actual term for it. It's called a bumper. What?
so before like before a video plays like on YouTube, sometimes uh you know like if there, if it's a video from being produced by a group, okay. um, they'll have like a five second you know for this group, you know kind of thing. Sure, it's called a bumper. Okay, okay then. So let's see. Uh, what? Are, how do we conclude these kind of things? Um, uh, I think we tell them where they can find us on the internet. It's almost like you know how to do this, right? So I'm Ian Buck. I'm on uh, the Google Plus, obviously, and uh, and I have a blog, ianrbuck.blogspot.com. And of course, you can find me and Ryan Rampersad just about everywhere, but especially on the Twitter, not Google Plus. Not I'm Google never there. Plus, uh, you, yeah, lots of cute dog pictures. If you want to see pictures of my dog, you can go to the Google Plus and see pictures of my dog. But if you want to read what I write, you can go to the uh, Twitter and uh, find me at Ryanamar on the Twitter. And of course, my blog, blog.ryanrampersad.com. I never remember what that thing nope. is. Yes. And of course... Uh, there's a dash in there or something. I think no, no, there's no dash. Oh, good. No, no, there's no dash. And of course, you can find Ian Buck on the 8-bit every Sunday or mm-hmm. so. And of course, you can find me on at the Nexus every Friday or so. Have a good week, everybody. Have a good one.